This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And to answer Mike's off-air question, I'll say six or seven is who was your overlooked slash surprise contributor for the Cowboys this season? 877-881-1053 as clearly the Cowboys season is over. And what? we're still a good 10 days away from the Super Bowl. Who jumps to mind for you guys? Because there was four guys I've kind of, I, I'm not sure which one of these Cowboys players to pick. Um, I mean, I think if I think my two or I have two of them, they're on the offensive line. Uh, Terrence Steele, you didn't know like how good of a run blocker he was until there were no more combo blocks from yeah. him and Zach Martin. But I thought Tyler Biotish was, yeah. uh, I mean, I heard G bag say it a couple of different times. That was their most improved player on the team this yeah. year. And so I think that Tyler Biotish, the center position goes very unnoticed, very unsung, hero type thing and I think that Tyler Biotich was uh he was the centerpiece for it you got you were better whenever you had him on the field and he's grown he's finally grown into that spot uh I hope that he's around for a very long time for this team because that it's it's really nice to have a, a player at that position that the snaps are clean uh the 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 blocks are there and and he grew into it very well this year so I'm going to go with uh with old Tyler Badass. If if we could stick with him for just a second, I definitely think you're right about the surprise factor for Terrence Steele, but I was glad as the season went along, it felt like he got his due. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like enough people were like, holy crap, we were smart to get rid of Lyle Collins for Terrence Steele. Tyler Biotish, I don't feel from a lot of places got that love and appreciation. So I, I think Tyler Biotish can fit in both of those categories. That was one of the one of the people that jumped into my mind for sure. I think that's a great selection. Yeah, and, and the Terrence Steele part of it too is that uh you know the run blocking was effective. Oh, like yeah. when you started you didn't people were like, hold on, why are they running for big yards right now? And that's whenever people really started to say, okay, what's the reason that these numbers are doing this? Why is Tony Pollard breaking free? And that's because Terrence Steele and, and Zach Martin were doing something special over there. But Biotic, I, I think just because of the growth, you know, we had Travis Frederick for a long time, and and he was he was so good at what he did. And then you just kind of expected, well, the center position, it's just going to step back in there. It takes a little time, but I thought Biotic really cleaned that up for us this year. This is a good question because a lot of people have entered my mind. I'll lean towards Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, I think he's – yesterday as people were complaining about Leighton maybe not making plays behind the line of scrimmage, or I just think Leighton Vander Esch 
had a really good year. Yeah. And I don't know how much long-term money he's going to get because I'm sure yeah. teams are worried about his injury history, but I think somebody's going to give him a pretty good short-term contract that I just don't know if the Cowboys are going to be willing to match because of the injury history. And I and I did I did you also feel like then to Mike's answer it took a long time for people to appreciate that. And a part of it is because of how much baggage comes along with LVE, but I feel like it took a long time. Even when he was playing well, I still heard like, yeah, those plays are made so far away from the line of scrimmage. And I felt like for a lot of the season, people were like, meh. There were a lot of times where people would have one play that they would be like, see, that's yeah. Leighton Van Der Esch. And then you're like, but you just missed like 90% of the other plays where you didn't even think about his name being involved because nothing bad happened. Yeah. And you're like, well, but nothing great happened. And you're like, man, but that's the great players are doing the great things. He needs to do certain things in the middle that stop and stuff and keep things from happening while the other elite stars are pressuring. This guy's taking advantage of it. So, yeah, I, I don't think I ever really truly appreciate LV enough, honestly. I was wondering if Deron Bland falls in your in the name for you, Kevin. Yeah, from the, from the 469, that – I definitely think that's a fair point because, man, as much as we lament about missing a, a cornerback, like, I totally get all that. What if Deron Bland was Joseph or Wright? Like, what would everybody have thought then? Okay, great. Just you put whoever the hell you want across from Trayvon Diggs. We don't care because we're going to spray all across the rest of the field and make you look foolish. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I get it with all of the injuries is people harped about their cornerbacks. So, Gerard Bland is no good. Holy crap, do you have a lot of problems. Yeah, man. I, and to the point that you're actually feeling pretty confident at the position next year because of the way that he played. Now, you know, the and do you move on from Anthony Brown? And Jordan Lewis comes back, and where does he land on all these things? So there are a lot of questions about about what you can do because Deron Bland stepped up. Whereas Kevin, they were hoping that it would be Ryder Joseph yeah, that would sure. be that that next guy up. And so now those guys, when it comes to competing for a spot next year, they have to fight. Otherwise, they're spending another year on special teams, or maybe not here at all. No, exactly. I'm, I'm with you. I and I know the Cowboys have a really good draft record as of late is I can't help but think, Corey, is I'm like, okay, hold on. You have Trayvon Diggs. He's obviously awesome, except for tackling sometimes. And then you feel good about Deron Bland. Jordan Lewis will be coming back with one more year in his contract. And Joseph and Wright are, I'm not I'm not even you saying imagine? you have to be, like, really good. If they're solid, you're like, holy crap, yeah. we've got some depth. See you later, Anthony Brown. Thank you again for all of your time. Okay, now also in the defensive backfield, I've seen this name from the 817-214, another 817, Donovan Wilson. I feel like Donovan Wilson is a... He's your hero. I I do like Donovan Wilson. There you go. But I do feel like at least Donovan Wilson got the love that maybe some of these people didn't. Like, I'm with you. I don't think LVE already always got the love. We got another person coming up in just a second that definitely didn't get the love outside of the Metroplex. But Dak. I Maybe. is I, I feel like Donovan Wilson got the love and appreciation for what he does. So much so that when he leaves, I think it's going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, I you like he's leaving? I do. This Why? Is, he's a free agent? I just think he's going to be too rich... Or he's going to end up making more money 
then the Cowboys, I guess, traditionally seem to or generationally seem to value this position. Do you think he'll be the same player anywhere else that he is here? No, absolutely I won't because I, I push for Donovan Wilson because, and I know some people have been like, oh, he's not the greatest cover guy. I can concede that for sure. But the way they use him as a blitzer as well, I think is astonishing. The way he goes at every tackle like it's the game-winning Super Bowl tackle (laughs) is kind of terrifying. I I do not think he will be as effective, just like I don't think Jaron Curse would be the same level of effectiveness, which is why, you know, I like having him here. Yeah, and I mean, that's like the what you're saying about this roster. Now, do I believe Dan Quinn and Will McClay can work together to find more pieces that can do some of these things that they want to do? Absolutely, because Dan Quinn took a J-Ron curse and has done what he's done with him and made him a mismatch. He's taken Micah and said, you know what? I thought this guy would be a good linebacker. Let's make him an edge. You know, like, and then you have all these other little pieces that you're like, oh, I thought we could do this, but he saw something different in them. So maybe, I don't, I think Dan Quinn gets the love too. I was trying to think of coaches, Kevin, that didn't get, maybe didn't get the love that they deserve. Our ex offensive line coach. Yeah, I kind of throw Al Al Harris in that mix too, working with the secondary, uh, you know, across the board, turning Trayvon Diggs into a different cornerback. Bland growing into what he was. So I think maybe Al Harris didn't, hasn't gotten as much love yet, but he'll, he'll start to get it soon. Uh, this is the person what I. What about Jerry Jones? No, stop it. Not enough credit, Mike. I think yeah. you got a good point he here. Didn't ruin, look, I mean, the Eagles are ruined two to three years from now by trading <laughs> for A.J. Brown and signing good free agents. <laughs> where the Cowboys in 2026 are looking great for the future. I mean, which is so dumb, too. Because Eagles I, only have two first round picks this year. I hate that argument, too, because you know what? This Dallas Cowboys team cannot win more than five games for the next eight years if they win the Super Bowl next year. It'll suck, but I'll be like, you know what? It's all worth it. From the 214, I thought you might pick this one, Mike. I really did. Okay, I had other people in mind, so I'm interested if they read my brain. Tyler Smith was very surprising. We were all questioning him as a first-round pick, and he proved himself. And, Corey, I don't know if you're like this, too. I do not feel at all that Tyler Smith outside of the Metroplex got any love. No, I think we looked at all the uh, all the the sites that were suggesting, yeah. you know, here's rookie of the year, here's your best rookies this year, and Tyler Smith, who got thrust into multiple different positions and multiple roles on this team, uh, nationally wasn't getting talked about. And like I do one want- guy did. Didn't Baldinger come on the fan yeah. and talk about how he's a beast and they got another great uh, lineman in the first round? So I think there was – to your point, Corey, you're right, but I just remember Baldy coming on, and and he was the one guy who gave him love. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like we talked about this time and again. If you told me going back, Tyron Smith's going to be hurt Tyler, about like a week and a half before the season. Tyler Smith's going to pop out at left tackle. I'd have been like, oh, crap. Well, and I mean, even take that back further. Day of draft, how many of how many people were like, can't wait for this guy to get on the field. Uh, a yeah. lot of people were like, "Hold on, what? Who? Where? Yeah. Tulsa? What?" And, and it was the constant, guard? like all the all the holdings. Like he, we just drafted another holding king, and then they he goes out there and he has he still had penalties. He used, looked like a rookie at times, but he was a very he. If you can say that that's going to be an anchor of your offense for a long time, I'm feeling pretty good with his physicality and his ability to go forth. From the four six nine, Dorrance Armstrong. He had eight and a half sacks. Demarcus Lawrence only had six. I'd say Dorrance Armstrong was definitely a, uh, a surprise. And I'm not using this answer to like dog 
uh, uh, tank by any means. I just, I think if you look at what Dorrance Armstrong did, it was impressive. But maybe most importantly for this franchise, who I think is bad at negotiating, he got, he signed a two-year, $13 million contract. And he's bringing you eight and a half sacks. That is value. This year, he counted against the cap $3.4 million. That ain't value that this franchise normally excels at. I think Dorrance Armstrong is a great selection. Well, maybe, Kevin, like, I mean, they drafted him. He did not play much in his rookie contract, right? He was just kind of there, sure. although the Joneses talked about him. For like three years, they've been telling us about this, right? Maybe four. Maybe that's the plan. Uh, just like Tony sign. Pollard. They're like, hey, don't play these rookies very much. We'll just pay them later at a cheap price because nobody else will know who they are. Nobody knew who Dorrance Armstrong was outside of the Cowboys. It's so weird, too, because if we're, we're not going to sell all out, why not? Like, how much of a waste has Tony Pollard been? Like, I'm not kidding you there. Is I think he could have been doing this stuff for three years. And we're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to steadily increase his playing time so he really shows out right before he's about to be a free agent. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. The whole... The whole logic of Choppy the, says he's our Sherman Williams. Yeah, God, that is just terrible. He provides us all him. the paint. Yeah, is we need to talk about that in cross tomorrow. Is that's one of the reasons you draft these people? Sure, you hope they develop and are awesome with your franchise for a long time. But the whole point is cheap labor force, right? Is you get these people at the cheapest they'll ever be if they're any good on your team for four to five years. And the Cowboys, we did the same thing with Demarcus Lawrence. We sat around and we're like, you know what? Let's burn at least half of that before we really get anything out of you. For Pollard, they're like, let's burn three quarters of that. That'll show them. That's not smart. No, not at all. Although, that, isn't that how most of the the world looks at labor, Kevin? Is they're trying to find the way to get the cheapest labor and get the most out of yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Like, Except for the Cowboys. Well, yeah. We, <laughs> I would love to work for the Cowboys. Is Most corporations are like, I'm going to use you up and then find somebody younger or cheaper. The Cowboys are like, well, hold on. You just got I older. might still try to use you up or not use you at all, and then I'll give you a raise so I can brag about how many homegrown people we have. Working for the Cowboys sounds great. There's yeah. no expectations for winning, and they're probably going to give you a disproportionate raise because they drafted you. You're, you're like a fine wine. You're just waiting to be uh, get your bottle popped. Oh, my gosh. that my, Is that a phrase that uncorked? people use? You're waiting to get uncorked. And by the way, one more for you. I know this one might kind of seem like a no-brainer. It's Cooper Rush, right? Like, what did he, what did he do? He I lost mean, a game to Philly. Uh, he did, but he also, among other things, among other people, he kept your season afloat. You tell me, going back to the regular season, Dak's going to be out five games, and I'm like, oh, my God, what are we doing those five? Four and one. Get the hell out of here. There's... Way I would have believed that. If he'd have gone five and zero, oh, I'd give him more credit. But okay. losing to Philly really is the the straw. So you're good with moving on from him? No, I mean in this case, I guess go ahead and move on from Dak and just roll out the Cooper Rush machine, man. Let's make this the the big red machine here in DFW with <laughs> Pete Rose. <laughs> And Joe Morgan? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you know we're getting some autographs out of that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.